Chip, I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland with Rudy Povich. Good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every morning live on Instagram. That shit sounds pretty good on blow, mixed with tequila and wine. On an empty stomach. Yeah, what's happening, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. My name is Rudy Povich. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Stitcher. And every single day at 9.45 a.m., it goes live on Instagram at Rudy underscore Povich. Apologize for being a minute or two late today. I am right now in the middle of editing a podcast uh, that has the great Chevy Chase on it. And having to go through and edit up some of this video, I was in, I'm becoming so captivated by some of his stories that I started editing this thing at like eight o'clock this morning and thought, well, I'll edit for like an hour and a half and then go get my stuff done and then come back to it. And as I'm going through his stories are so captivating, you know, Chevy Chase, National Lampoon's Vacation, Fletch, Caddyshack, all the greats, man. Like what a, uh, yeah, what a, what a get. And they're having me go through and sort of clean it up because there are, I mean, Chevy Chase is getting up there, man. You know, he's got to be well into like his upper 70s, low 80s by now. And you can tell like there's moments where he has the brain ain't firing like it used to. He's still quick, still very funny. Just I'm about a quarter of the way through editing this podcast. And while uh, while I'm doing it, I'm, I'm, I'm having to stop. I'm having, I'm, I'm realizing that I'm going from like editor brain to fan brain and I have to keep editor brain on because for how much I want to keep some of these stories going and keep them alive I also have to remember like yeah you got two hours of audio that you got to like squeeze down to uh, an hour 15 so you're gonna have to start you know getting some of this stuff out of the way but really funny stuff Uh, he's gonna be on about last night with Adam Ray and I'm in the middle of editing it now and Great stories, super really, I mean, just great, funny stuff. He's still doing it, and it's great. So I'll share it with you guys once it's done. Um, yeah, uh, his daughter Kaylee is on with him, who's also a stand-up comedian out in Los Angeles. And yeah, love it, man. So it's such, it's so much fun to go, to be a part of all this and having a chance to go through it. And, you know, I mean, the guy's a legend. How many times have you sat down and watched Christmas Vacation? I mean, I, I do at least twice a year. I know for sure at least twice a year. Sometime during that one week where you're off during Christmas. I love it, man. So, yeah, the guy's a legend. I'm mean, Caddyshack. Dude, how many times you get stoned and just lay on the couch at 2 o'clock in the morning and watch that? For sure. Uh, let's say hi to some people. What's up, Mel? Nice to see you. Good morning, Scooter. How are you? Jim Norder. Good morning, Sunshine. Back at you. What's up, Chad? Hi, Danielle. Hi, Sally. What's up, James? Uh, Shar, good morning, Amanda, what's up, Wyatt? Nice to see everybody. Hopefully you all had a great weekend. I was uh, up in northern Minnesota, out in the woods, wearing the fashionable blaze orange as they do this time of year. I was out uh, kicking it in the woods up in the tree stand because I do take a lot of shit for being a deer hunter, but people don't understand. I mostly like to drink in the tree. That is why I am out there. But uh, it was fun. Uh, There's a couple of... um, there must be something in the air the last couple of years, and I think maybe with COVID, we're really starting to see a resurgence because I've been a hunter basically my entire life. And for years, we'd get up 4 a.m., get out to the duck blind. It would be me and my two uncles and my cousin. That's it. That was it. We were the only boat for miles. 
And now there's, I don't know, 15 different setups next to us. There's guys and boats and dogs and you go deer hunting and every 200 yards you got another guy dressed in blaze orange and you're like, where are all these people coming from? What's up? So maybe it's this cycle. We're starting to get back into it, man. You know, we really, I mean, society as a whole has just become a, a giant bunch of pussies. Have they not? I mean, for everything and not just like socially or emotionally. I'm just saying like you get in the car and you drive three and a half hours and the temperature never changes from the time. If you get in your car in December and drive three and a half hours north to go to Christmas at your folks place, the temperature never changes. It does for about 12 seconds when you walk out the door. uh, But then you get in the car and you drive up north and you get out of the car for another 12 seconds and for 24 seconds out of a three-hour period you move 210 miles and change of temperature was maybe a couple degrees except for those 24 that you're outside other than that like everywhere else so soft our cars ride so nice uh everything is pre-made like there's no like actually having to go out and scavenge for food None of that stuff. We're just like giant pussies. But for some reason, man, like maybe we're, maybe this is the swing back. Maybe this is where we start getting, you know, we start kind of like building up calluses on our hands again. You know, you see, it, it, all life is, is just, it's Priuses and MMA. It's one or the other. It's all, <laughs> you know, like it's literally just people beating the shit out of each other or the softest people on the planet. You either drive uh, an electric car because you love the earth or you have a giant souped up Jeep with jacked up tires and a huge front end. There's no in between anymore. So uh, so I was up north and while I was up north, there's there's a couple of young kids that started deer hunting in our party. And I like that there's a hierarchy still in life. You know, we give a lot of credit to 24 year old kids. We give a lot of credit to like, children and just listen to anybody who accepts an academy award and they talk about their kid like my kid's the bravest ever my kid's so smart no your kid's a moron everybody's basically a moron under the age of 37 it just hey man that's just who you are eventually you'll grow out of it eventually you'll get your shit together but until then you're just a dumb dumb and accept it and it's fine because that's what everybody is we used to be dumb dumbs until about the age of 15 and then had to like actually go out and become a productive member of society. You know, shit, kids at 18 were going to fucking war, man. And like nowadays that shit, you can't, you know, a teacher gets fired for making a kid feel insecure who's 17. But back in the day, man, when you were 17, you were looking down the barrel of like, shit, dude, Japanese, Japan just bombed Pearl Harbor. I guess I'm fucking going to Europe. <laughs> you know, like that's what we're that's where we're at but uh there's like a a resurgence of kids that are starting to come up through the ranks that enjoy being outdoors and they don't mind getting their hands dirty and they're realizing that you can go out and do a trade and make really good money and i like that we're kind of back there to that aspect i mean we're getting there we're not a thousand percent there yet but there's a lot of young kids that are coming up and one of these young kids that hunts with us, he's 22, just had a baby, you know, kind of just starting out his life. He had a couple of setbacks here and there, but what 22-year-old doesn't have that, you know? Shit. So uh, he was out hunting with us, and on Saturday evening, 
I had taken a different stand than my stand. He's like, hey, man, you mind if I hop in your stand? I'm like, no, dude, go for it. It's fine. Hit it up. So he gets in my stand. And lo and behold, that son of a bitch shot this giant eight-point buck out of my stand when I would have been sitting in there. But he did the move that I really liked. And he apologized. And he said, hey, man, I'm, I'm really sorry that I shot this deer out of your stand. But... Uh, I said, dude, I don't give a shit to deer. Who gives a shit? Does it matter? No. Um, but I thought that was very nice of him to apologize. Didn't have to apologize. No need to apologize. But he did. And I thought that's a, that's a very, I like, that to me shows as much, you know what I always say that all you need to know about somebody is take them out to a, take them to an intersection and have them cross the street. And if they don't run across the street, that's all you need to know about them. If they nonchalantly walk across while other people are waiting to turn or they're waiting to get through the intersection and they mosey on by and don't move their ass, that's all you need to know about them. That's it. You could have the greatest resume on the planet. If I'm about to hire you, I take you out to the sidewalk and I go walk across the street. I want to see what you do. That's all you need to know. And the fact that this kid apologized, he felt bad about it. I was like, dude, that's, hey, that's, that's really nice. I said, they're just deer, man. I don't give a shit, whatever. But uh, I woke up the next morning and uh, tagged my deer, which wasn't like a phenomenal deer by any stretch of the means. I mean, it's a five pointer. You can see it on the Instagram live if you're up right now. Uh, it's a, uh, it wasn't a huge deer, but nonetheless, it was my last hunt for the year. And I'm like, I, if you ain't taking something today, dude, that's all, that ain't it. And here's the thing. When, uh, when that deer came walking out to me, I'm sure everybody's so fucking riveted by deer hunting stories, but that's how close it was to my deer. You can see the deer stand in the back. I mean, that is what, maybe 15 yards at best. I mean, I could have taken the butt of the gun and just hit him in the head and I bet it would have killed him. <laughs> equally as fast as when i took him out with a gun but uh he was a uh, he was a nice deer he was cool and i i you know i always do that move at the end of uh at the end of the hunt when i always say thank you so much thank you deer for i mean it's a hard fucking knock life for these animals man if it ain't deer hunters or minivans it's coyotes and wolves. It's winter. It is a hard knock life. And I bet if you were to ask any of those deer, if they had the ability to communicate verbally, if you ask them, how would you rather be taken out? Walking through the woods one day and somebody shoots you through the heart and four and a half seconds later, you're dead. Or you get tracked down by a pack of wolves and they tear you apart limb to limb. Which would you rather take? You 1,000% would definitely take. <laughs> you would 1,000% take getting shot every time. So I always say thank you. Thanks, man. I You gave up your life. So that, I mean, last night we cooked up some back straps. I'm going to take that stuff in, get it processed. You know, so it's a... Um, you know, you think about it, like for how much deer hunting is, you know, kind of frowned upon by people. It really does. It, it, it employs a lot of people. It keeps people moving, man. It keeps, you know, it keeps the, the gun shops afloat. It helps keep like, you know, Cabela's, Shields. It helps keep some of these companies moving, man, you know. So, you know, 
the deer processing place I got to take this stuff to. I like the fact that everybody's making a few bucks. So I got no problem with it. And I, it's nice to be out in the woods and just kicking it out there. There's nothing wrong with it, man. There's nothing wrong with it. So I don't know. Mira says tough choices there. No, I agree. But if somebody were to ask you as a human being, uh, listen, you can fall down a well at age eight or you can die of cancer at 76. You would 1000% take cancer at 76, you know? So I don't know. I'm just saying we all got to go sometime. (laughs) There is an end of the road, no matter which road you're on. It eventually comes to an end. It's just, how is it going to come to an end? Now, obviously, the best way is you one night have a couple of drinks. You watch a little Jimmy Fallon. You, you know, kiss the wife goodnight. You never wake up. That'd be the best way to go. But is that the way it always goes? More than likely not. If somebody says, could you get to choose? I'd be like, yeah, I just want to go to bed one night and never wake up. Fucking done. There you go. Find me in the morning. Good. <laughs> We'll be good to go. Anybody watch uh, a little bit of sports yesterday? Holy shit skis. What's up, Didi? How are you? Um, man, I'm feeling terrible that uh, the uh, boy, first off, that Jordan Love ate shit yesterday during the Packers game. And then, what's up, Minnesota? Come on, dude. The Ravens yesterday? Oh, that's a tough loss. I saw a lot of people bitching and moaning yesterday. So I don't know, man. If you were watching some football, dude, that was a tough day of football, especially for the (laughs) NFC North. Yikes. But uh, it was fun, man. Got to go. The thing about it, though, is like we are a team football watching outdoors kind of kind of group. So when it's 57 on a Sunday, dude, you're stepping outside. Danielle says, yeah, it it hurts. Yep. Deeds. Good morning, the sporting sock. It did, did it not? Yeah. Uh, we um, we were watching the, the the Packers game outside last night, and just sitting on the deck, got the TV out there, eating some back straps, drinking some red wine, living our best lives. But you're also looking around, going, "It is fucking pitch dark at nine at, at five forty-five at night. God damn it! We're into it, man. We're into the thick of it." This is the part this is the part of this is the six months out of the year, man, that half the year we're getting ready for winter and the other half we're living in winter. And boy, Jesus Christ, man, we are full on into it. Just like last night, I'm looking at the clock going, Jesus, it is only 730 and I am dog ass tired. And of course, my daughter gets up. She's like, I didn't even notice the time change. I'm like, no, of course not, because you're 13 and malleable. Wait, dude, wait, that shit will definitely start to catch up for you. Uh, springtime is maybe even harder. Mira, you think Vikings fans would be used to the disappointment by now? Now you think, right? You think you would think you'd think that it would be uh, something that you just expect every single <laughs> every single Sunday. And yeah, I don't know. That's why I gave up on that team a long time ago. I just I couldn't do it anymore. I could not do it. All the fucking bumbling and all the field goals and all the interceptions and the Brett Favre cross the body. I just fuck it, dude. I'm out. I just could not do it anymore. Yeah. Danielle, as Vikings fans expected now. I get it. I get it. I get it. Also, as I was uh, watching uh, Aaron Rodgers over the weekend, I get that he's the quarterback for my team, but 
What the fuck are you doing, dipshit? What are you doing, dum-dum? What, what is going on here? Why in the world would you lie about being vaccinated? Saying you... And, and then to be like, oh, the woke mob is coming after me. Dude, no, you bullshitted people. You lied and now you're getting caught. And probably the biggest consequence he's going to have to face from this will be a fine from the NFL, I would imagine. It's not like they're going to bench him for the rest of the year. And the Packers, after they watched Jordan Love yesterday, fuck, dude, they like, we need him back, ASAP. But I was watching that just going, dude, the arrogance of some people. Isn't it true? Just the arrogance of some people to walk around thinking, dude, um, I am so much higher and mightier than the rest of these people on the planet or the rest of these players. I don't need to adhere to whatever those rules are. Now, I imagine somebody said that they saw some pictures of him at a party, a Halloween party, and that that was going to come back and bite him in the ass because he broke COVID protocols and all that. I get, I 1,000% get all that. But I'm uh, not a big fan of you getting up there, bud, and saying shit like, and leading people down a path like, oh, I'm immunized. I'm immunized. I'm so much smarter than everybody else. No, dude. In fact, this was going to come back and bite you, man. What the fuck, guy? It was, it was angering to watch yesterday. When I watched that, I was like, what the, what the fuck, dude? Why? Come on, man. God damn it. Why? So, I don't know. Are you, am I torn about it? Yes, because is he the you know, MVP of the league for my team? Fucking a yes. Amazing. Would it be much better if he wouldn't fucking be a dick and feel like he's a little bit more inferior than everybody else? Absolutely. Danielle, don't get me started on Aaron Rodgers. No, I get it. I get it. I back off, man. I'm going to back off. Totally going to back off. Uh, Jim Norder, who was on this Instagram live feed a minute ago, him and I next Thursday... I know it's going to be kind of a drive, so I don't expect a lot of people from the Twin Cities area to go. But if you know anybody up in the Wisconsin area, especially north of the cities, I know we got a couple of people who listen to this podcast that uh, kind of kick it around the North Branch area. So just a small drive up the highway. If you guys want, Grantsburg, Wisconsin, going to be there. Joker, 7 p.m. on Thursday night. Jesus, it's already coming up, man. And then uh, Friday and Saturday, the 19th and 20th, I will be in... Uh, Austin, Texas, over at the Creek and Cave with Jesse Mae Peluso and Carly Aquilino. And then uh, the Thanksgiving weekend, I'll be doing uh, I'll be doing two shows featuring over at Gutty's in Southdale, Edina. That's Thanksgiving weekend, both Friday and Saturday. So we'll get you some more information as it pops up. In the meantime, don't forget, you can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every single day at 9.45 a.m. It goes live on Instagram again. Thank you guys so much for taking a long walk to Cleveland. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.